Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. Shunya was a Vedic spiritual teacher, and he said, For a migratory bird, there is only one supreme truth. Sky is the freedom. If it enters into a room by accident, it tries to get out by flying upward. It keeps banging its head against the ceiling. It fails to find the door or windows because it firmly believes that freedom is upward, not sideways. Challenge your existing beliefs, no matter how true they seem to you. Happy Monday. Today I want to talk a little bit about the parts of you that don't necessarily fit into the boxes that you've been given. So we always use this term, think outside of the box, especially in relationship to entrepreneurialism. And in order to understand that, we kind of have to define what we're talking about when we talk about the box, right? Really, you have to imagine whatever boxes you have now are nothing like the boxes that existed 30, 40, 50 years ago, because this entire world is in a kind of constant state of evolution. And that's really important to remember because whatever boxes you were born into, it feels as though those are the outer limits to your reality. Like a lot of people, they mistake their own limiting beliefs for what's possible for what's actually possible, for what's ultimately possible. And so I always find perspective is really important when we're talking about anything because we've got to learn to back up. We've got to learn to see the world not only through our eyes because whatever boxes you've been given in life probably feel like they're immovable. This is true with religion. This is true with educational systems. This is true with... Uh, really anything, any any sort of social systems, any ways of being in the world. We create these boxes and what we do is we use doctrine and we use rules and we use laws and we use principles and we use those things in order to frame out a way of being in the world. And the reason we do that is because it creates safety. If enough people conform to the right laws, right, the right rules, the right set of guiding principles, axioms, whatever it is, then we've created safety in numbers, right? And and also, it's easier for me to trust that you're who I think that you are if we both agree that we're going to exist by the term by the same terms, right? By the terms that we were given. And so that's what the box is. Now, sometimes the box, as I said, is like doctrine. Sometimes it's laws. Sometimes it's what you would call standard operating procedures, right? Sometimes it's just how things are done. There's a really good experiment. I probably talked about it on here before, but the idea was that there were these monkeys and they were all put inside of a, uh, you know, kind of like a 
their own office kennel kind of thing. And there was a ladder, a stepladder in the middle of the room. And then at the top of the stepladder were bananas. And so whenever a monkey would try to climb up the ladder to get the bananas, the researchers would basically push a button and it would spray water on everybody. And so eventually what would happen is if somebody tried up, tried to go up, one of the monkeys tried to go up and get the bananas, all the other monkeys would like beat the hell out of them and not let them because they knew that everybody was going to get wet. And what they were doing is they were slowly replacing one monkey at a time. And so what would happen is they'd replace one monkey. He hadn't been there before, didn't know, you know, the rules of the land or whatever. And so he would climb up the ladder and he'd go to try to, and then the other monkeys would beat him. And now he never saw them get sprayed. So he, how could he know why it was happening? He just knew that it was happening. The fascinating thing is that eventually they replaced all of the monkeys. And so then they were like, okay, now we're not going to spray anybody else with water. Except they didn't have to because no other monkeys could go up. Because what would happen is one would start to climb and the other ones would beat them. Though they had no real idea of why they were doing it. They were continuing the uh, behavior that was given to them, right? That That they witnessed in the world, that they took as gospel, and then they go on with their lives. And that's often what we do with all of these boxes, right? With all of these uh, ways of being in the world, these sort of industry norms and standards. And the thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is honoring the parts of you that don't fit in the box. We must understand that the box was created and that new boxes can be created. And that's exactly what happens. Eventually, when people are sitting in a system, really when some part of you is in some sort of a box and there's some some other part of you that's feeling like, I don't buy the full storyline here. I don't buy the full menu. There's something that I'm not, that, that's not sitting right with me. Now, most people don't honor that feeling. They try to repress it. They try to push it down inside. Now, if enough of you is outside of that box, what's going to happen is you're going to resent the whole damn thing. Um, and there's, there's a lot of resentful people in the world for that very reason, right? They're in a job that that some part of them told them not to take a long time ago, but they've stayed in it. Um, or they're in a relationship that some part of them knows that they're not being treated how they actually deserve, but they've decided that they're going to abandon that part of themselves and that they're going to stay in the box. And maybe, you know, you go around and you look for advice. If you start to feel like, ah, oh, some part of me doesn't really feel like it should be here right now. Whatever here is, whatever this situation that we're talking about is for you, you could apply this to a million different things. And then you go to look for advice and most people are going to tell you that you need to stay in the box. And the reason they're going to tell it, they're going to tell you that is because they've lived just like everybody else as the monkey that tries to climb up the ladder and gets beat for going after it, though no no one really knows why they're doing it, right? And so all of these uh, people that you go to advice for, I know I just did a show on advice a couple of weeks ago, but when you go out into the world and you ask for advice, you have to understand that most people are going to give you the safe answer. And that's why we have the boxes in the first place. As I said, it's safety. The thing that's interesting is that people that have abandoned themselves in this life will expect you to do the same. And what's interesting is sometimes they'll even guilt you or shame you in an attempt to keep you in the box that they've accepted, right? And so what we have oftentimes, because containers, whatever they are, 
and this is true for industries, this is true for religion, like if these things don't evolve, they become really static. And so in order for people to stay in them, they have to betray more and more of themselves as time goes on. And so what you end up with is almost a caricature of the thing itself. Like there's no resonance for people in that thing anymore, but people have been conditioned to betray themselves, to, to not to honor the part of themselves that's actually outside of the box. And so what happens is it ends up being, you, you end up a, as a caricature of what this thing was originally supposed to be. Sometimes you've got to go out and just build a new box. Sometimes you've got to go out and just find a new box, right? Sometimes you've got to exist without a box at all. And I know this metaphor is probably getting old, but you, I'm sure you can imagine or think to yourself about some sort of situation that you've been in where you're looking around and you're like, is this it? Like, I don't know if this is it for me. I think that maybe there's more for me. And that feeling that maybe there's more for me, you're not the only one with that, right? And so this is what this is what entrepreneurs and visionaries follow, right? They feel that and then they go evolve the industry. We call it disrupting the industry. But what's happening is, as I said, everything in this life has to evolve. It can't stay exactly as it is. If it doesn't evolve, then it will die. It will become stale. Like the spirit will leave that thing. Spirit's always moving. And so when you find yourself in these situations, it can be really helpful to ask yourself, do I believe that I have to be miserable here? Like, do I believe that I have to live how I do not want to live in order to be a human, in order to exist here, in order to be a citizen in this world? And that question was really powerful for me in particular, especially when I was being kind of pushed into taking jobs that I didn't really want to take. I was like, so is it my core belief that I have to live how I don't want to live while I'm here? And then it kind of starts to expose the lunacy of it all. But that that lunacy stays hidden when we're like really searching for belonging. And the first thing that we're going to do oftentimes when we're sitting there and we're like, hmm, something about this doesn't feel right, is we abandon ourselves. And we know that works because you look at things like Nazi Germany, right? And you know that surely every single German wasn't like, yeah, let's do this. Let's eradicate an entire race of people from the face of the earth, right? There was tons of people that were like, hmm, I don't know. So something about this doesn't feel right. But very few of us are, are ever taught to honor and foster the part of ourselves that is begging for life, the part of ourselves that is begging for originality, that's just looking at the world in the way it was given to them. And it's like, no, I see something different for me. I see something different for us. I see something better. And one of the most courageous things you can do is learn to follow that because there's not going to be a lot of validation. Remember, everyone stays in the box. They abandon themselves for that sense of belonging, for that sense of safety. And so I wanted to do this show for you really because one, to give you that kind of question, which is, do I believe I have to live how I don't want to live? And then the second reason is because we live in a world where people are constantly abandoning themselves in order for belonging, in order to fit in. It's like one of my biggest struggles really is to listen to the voice that, that, that is the deepest within me, that is emerging, that is telling me, no, there's something else for you. There's something else going on here. And that's what you're interested in. And 
honoring that part of yourself, that is your invitation in life, right? That's your invitation out of a life that feels inauthentic. Because quite honestly, that's what happens is if you ignore that part of you, if you don't honor, even if it's like a 10% of you that's like, no, I don't think I fit here. If you don't honor that, it'll grow. It's like a splinter. You leave it in, it'll get infected, it'll get worse, it'll get worse. So ask yourself the tough questions because it might be that everybody else that's afraid to is actually waiting for you to do the really difficult thing. And people love to follow people once they start blazing the path, but it might be your calling to be the one that steps out of the pack. Like it might be your calling to be the one that steps into the woods, into the unknown, and that might be your invitation. There'll be a lot of people that are really glad you answered it, that's for sure. Anyway, ask yourself those, those questions. Uh, think through some situations in your own life, whether or not you sort of abandon self in order to fit in somewhere that you know isn't really for you. I love you guys. Have an amazing Monday. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.